When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome back to the second hour of the program. Crunch time thanks to Red Rooster's new crunchy fried trick chicken available at selected restaurants and the all-new seven-seat Isuzu MUX exhilarating, exceptional, extraordinary. Search all-new MUX, thanks to Hyundai. Uh, is Isuzu, rather. Isuzu, uh, we have you covered there. Uh, memory lane, boys. Memory lane. Now, I was looking at the numbers for uh, the COVID numbers today. Almost 500. Mm. So it's growing and growing and growing. Future looking a little bit grim. So, so I thought about this. Let's go back to memory lane. Now, yesterday was Friday the 13th. Yep. Friday the 13th was yesterday. So... I went back to 2004, mm. Friday the 13th of August. Yeah. Right? And what did I find? Well, I found this. Sean Hampstead at the Sydney Football Stadium in front of a crowd of 20,076. He had blown full time on a Friday night, 7.30. And the Roosters, top of the table clash, <laughs> had prevailed... 44 points to 12 over the reigning champions, the Penrith Panthers. Two tries to Michael Crocker. Ryan Cross scored a try. Fitler Flannery, Minicello Walker. Fitzgibbon, six from eight. But one try, of course, came from Brett Finch. 44 points to 12. The Roosters back into the winning circle after having been defeated the week prior. So then they wake up, and it's the 14th of August, a Saturday. A beautiful day like today. Yeah. A day like today in 2021, evocative, evoking <laughs> memories of Saturday the 14th of August in 2004. Brett Finch, take us back to Saturday <laughs> the 14th. What would have happened the day after such a telling well, victory? Well, you're near the end of the season, aren't you? You know that the curtain's going to come down at some point. You, you know you're playing finals. Yeah. And we're not expecting to play one or two weeks. We're, we're looking, you're going prelims, you're going deep into September, so... You know that they're going to call the time on a drink at some stage soon. Yeah. Um, you got to get off the drink for the final. So uh, Friday, at least you'd wake up, you go for recovery. And back then in 2004, recovery, you just dive in the pool, really. You just get wet, go for a shower. The jeans would be on, the collared mm. shirt would be on. And I used to like to call them AM to AM drinks. <laughs> jo- uh, Joel, I'd be there first drink before midnight. Yeah. <laughs> Last drink at... After midnight, yeah. so first before midday. Midday, sorry, last yeah. after, and uh, we usually go down the warm or something like with beautiful Dallas Kingsley's get a steak yeah. and uh, then maybe just up the one of the pubs at Pato and on the punt and having a beer. What was the rules that Ricky gave you when you got to the pointy end of the season, as far as curfew oh, goes? We weren't allowed to go into the cross. We could just stay at the pub where we used to drink at. Mm. We'd close at four thirty in the morning anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> That was a quite a drink. I bet you weren't listening to this sort of music in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you. Hey, hey, let me tell you. I was listening to it the next day in the fetal position, bawling yeah. my eyes out. Uh, what, what, what was happening in the uh, the Tales of Tiger Town back in those days, Ciro? 
or on your way to, you know, a deep season. No, 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 no. We can go back to... Way way back. We can go 88, 89 if you like. Yeah, wherever you like. Black and white TV and all that sort of stuff. So we usually Uh, normally play Sunday or Saturday. We just have a Monday drink or... Uh, not not normally, mate. No, you, you would you generally because we all had jobs, mate. So so, so late eighties. Let's, let's say everyone's got to work on a Monday morning. Mm. So you you loved you loved a Saturday game because you could recover on a Sunday morning. So you would you would generally if you're at home, we're playing at home, playing at Leichhardt. Yeah. Have we won? Yes. Oh, there's schooners, schooners <laughs> on top of schooners. <laughs> yeah. Um, Was there a certain pub you would go to around? Because there's so many around there at Leichhardt. Probably some, the, well, really the Leagues Club, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cheering, yeah the, the Leagues Club's shut for 10 or 11 years. Was now. the Sunday <laughs> afternoon a tough carry, like playing, uh, going back to work on Monday morning? Oh, it, it, it depended. Like a lot of blacks weren't, you know, hard, hard working men. But, yeah. uh, if you had the win too. If I was on if I was on shift work in the police yeah. force, I'd, I'd, I might put myself in a, you know, hopefully got an afternoon shift. Yes. Came off a Sunday afternoon game at Leichhardt, you've yeah. won. Got back to the club, a couple of Scoobies, got upstairs to to the old, uh, what was it called up there? At Leichhardt's nightclub. I remember <laughs> where we had, I was talking to Sean Gallagher about it, who's a policeman as well. And rugby league players that we're, you know, I certainly shouldn't speak for everyone, but we're, we're all or nothing. We're either highly disciplined and you train hard all, or when you're not, you're just, yeah. you're completely all over the shop, undisciplined. In terms of, so how was that being a, a, a man of the law and being involved with? No, but I'm just saying on the drink and things like oh, you know, like protecting life and property and that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, you, you have to separate the two. Yeah, you would separate the two if, if there's a chance to go out and socialise. Mm. And we drank responsibly back in those days. Would any of the boys give you any stick? No, not really, mate. Yeah. No, pretty good. Yeah. Did you ever ever find? Did you ever find yourself in a scenario which I've only just sort of now, where you've you're arresting a fan, like a Tigers yeah. fan. Oh, I, I didn't make a arrest, mate. <laughs> too much paperwork, mate. Yeah. And that's our boys in blue. That's our boys in blue. A lot of warnings on the run. Now, yes. listen, I know you've had 15 scooters and jumped in your car. Yeah. Pull it over, put the keys, keys in your pocket and walk home. Yeah. So there was a bit of that going on. Right. But, yeah, look, it was, yeah, I, I was... Uh, so no awesome. tries, plenty of tries, this. Exactly. Yeah. E- exactly, mate. So and, and being being a junior man generally on the car too, mm. you'd have to like navigating the little, small streets of East Palmain and the old F one hundreds there's so oh, yeah. big trucks and you'd have to be careful not to take off a couple of side mirrors and yeah. you know, local dignitaries down there, some of the the colourful characters oh. and identities who live down the East Palmain. But uh, but no, I, I spent a lot of time in the mill room. Yeah. The mill room. Safe in there. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't get too much trouble. Nah. Yeah. Oh, my, great my, memories. My favourite part of the station. I'm waiting for Farlap to turn up late to the track or something with that beautiful music. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. That was memory lane. Thanks to Crunch Time and Red Rooster's new crunchy fried chicken available at selected restaurants and the all-new seven-seat Isuzu MUX. Exhilarating, exceptional, extraordinary. Search all-new MUX today. That is the way to do that. Hey, boys, uh, today it is the West Tigers taking on... West Tigers. And we're going to go down memory lane. And I, I want to talk about sliding doors and you see this and I want I'll open it up to the floor for the listeners like we hear about you know Ben Hunt dropped the ball but there were sliding doors moments before that Mm. I'll take you back to 2005 and I want to get Ciro's point of view as well being a board member at the time the West Tigers who were struggling and I still have on the back of one of the doors at our place 
Tim Sheens had handed out these Avery labels, and the West Tigers have become famous for the flashiness. But he said, boys, we are a flashy side, but these are the three things. If we're the best in the competition at these three things, and these will be the three things he'd measure after every game, we'll win the competition. Kick chase, marker defence, and quick play the ball. After all these years, I still remember, I wasn't in the team, but in the greater squad, we all had these Avery labels. Anyway, things aren't quite going to plan. Losing a few games on the run, and Tim Sheens calls a meeting, snap meeting. Righto, boys, come in here. We need to reevaluate our goals. Start of the year was to make the top four. We're going to do top six now. So Ben Galeer stands up and he says, Tim, look, I, I was never that great at maths, but as far as I'm concerned, we can still make the top four. So until we can't make the top four, that remains our goal, to make the top four. Yeah. And he leaves the meeting, slams the door, and then pokes his head back through the door and he says, by the way, boys, to do that on your day offs now, it's what you do when no one's watching. He said, I want you all to do something on your day off. And on Thursday, when we come back in after our day off on Wednesday, write on the board what you did when nobody was watching, right? And then he went out the door. Sure. I don't think people would want to know what I do when no one's watching. <laughs> <laughs> so sure be enough. a long list of what I get up to. But... Where do the Tigers finish that year? Fourth. Mm. They finished fourth, right? Anyway. So in the semi-final, another sliding doors moment. They're paddling, and, and, and they had this really big battle with Mark Gaznia. They could never contain Mark Gaznia. He would score hat-trick oh, after hat-trick after hat-trick. He loved playing. Tim Sheens moved Paddy Richards into the centres to mark Mark Gaznia. But the big moment, and do we have the grab for this? The, the West Tigers and the Cowboys. They talk <laughs> about the Benji Marshall flick pass. They talk about the palm. But... In order for Benji Marshall to make the break, in fact, here's another sliding doors moment for you. Paddy Richards was busted. So he said to Benji, Benji, can you go back and get the kick for me because I can hardly run. So Benji goes back for the kick. Kick goes through. Now, you know how the story ends where Benji makes the break, uh, flicks passes to Paddy Richards who was up short of the line. He palms off Rod Jensen, scores in the corner, and the rest is absolute history. However, the break in the first place is not going to be made unless this happens. Let's have a listen. Sort of because of my injury, um, I was defending in centres and sent Benji Marshall back to where the normal, normally where the winger goes. It was, it was like it was meant to be because they, Thurston kicked it um, down the short side and, and he sort of got taken out after he kicked it, which didn't allow him to chase down in the line. And I remember Hodjo, he claimed the ball and sort of did a, um, well, ran at the line and so I wrapped around him and, and Travis Norton, I think, tried to take him out. And by taking him out, left a massive gap for me to sort of run through, which Thurston was late to get there because he, he got taken out. Thurston, right foot kick, down the ground, into the end goal almost. Hodgson cuts it off. Hodgson taken by Norton. He took him late. Marshall skips away. Marshall skips away. Marshall's still going. Marshall's got Richards coming up outside. Now inside. Richards pursued. He pushes Johnson away. Pat Richards. Pat Richards has scored. A magnificent... Did your hair stand up, yeah, don't they, boys? Mm -hmm. And, and you were you were like the Grand Poobah back in those days, Ciro, the board <laughs> member back in the day. What, what are your memories of that time? But the sliding doors, if LaFranchi doesn't check of the run ever so slightly of Jonathan Thurston, Benji doesn't make the break, and we never, ever talk about the unbelievable try. By the way, that was the doco, the forgotten fend. So mm. go and check that out. It's about 11-minute doco for the West Tiger. It's, it's a great, great story mm. if you want to see it in its full. But what's your memory, Ciro? Well, I... I, as you as you mentioned, mate, I was actually on the board, and, and so was Benny, Benny Elias at, at the time, and we were both we were both upstairs in a in a suite when when that happened. I was talking to Benny, I was talking to Benny when when that play was unfolding, and I, and you know I, I don't 
couple of drinks there, yeah. but you know, it was mm. good, you know, it wasn't too far gone or anything like that. Yeah. But and then I, I I I I didn't see Benji I didn't see him get the ball away mm. to Patty. I thought, you know, what's happened here? And then the next minute Pat Richards is on his way. Mm. Yeah. And I looked at Benny and just shook my head. I I, I was lost for words. Wow. Lost, lost for words and then Started yahooing and jumping up and down, but you know, yeah, the job wasn't done. No, but uh, just, just one of those. Where were you when that happened? Yeah, one of those moments, mm. and it was, it was, it was surreal, mate. It was some sort was of pass in a grand final, wasn't it? Yeah, just one of those great. It's just the to have the Kahuna's to do it. Oh, like, yeah, he could have yeah. passed it normal. But he was, you know what? He was young, young and yeah. fearless, and 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 the footy wasn't coached out of him, Pitchy. Now we've, yeah, we coached that unpredictable. Yeah, out of plays, you know, yeah. it's, 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 it's like the young, shame. young kid here in the where's number seven for the Roosters. Yeah, well, that's mm. the beauty of Robbo does. Tedesco's playing a lot more first receiver. He's got yeah. Radley there to take some of that organising way, yeah. so the kid can just play. Let his, him play footy. You just Let do him, what yeah. you normally do. Yeah, yeah. It, and, and I think Sheensy's. Oh, I've, I've only had a little bit to Tim. Might have never been coached by him, but. He looks like he, he's, really, he's really good that, at mate. identifying yeah. that and go, well, that's your avenue. You're good yeah. at that. You go for it, you know. Yeah. You, you back yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it was, yeah. And, and obviously they built on the back of that, that try there just for half time. And, but that, you know, they, they grew, they grew a league after that, didn't they? Yeah. Absolutely. But this is the sliding doors. So LaFranchi just, mm. he, he takes out Thurston and, and that is a sliding doors moment, which dramatically changes the history, particularly for the West Tigers. If I asked you boys about the Broncos and the Cowboys and said, what are the key moments in that game? You'd say, oh, Ben Hunt dropping the ball. You'd say the try scored on the bell from Morgan to Felt. You'd say the kick missing from Thurston. You'd say Thurston kicking the field goal. But the big sliding doors moment for me in that game is Broncos are well and truly in control. They've just got to make one set in defence. And Ben Hunt, who's trying to do the right... they were going nowhere. They were going nowhere. Cowboys were going nowhere. Didn't even look like nah. making a break. Didn't so, even look like making, getting a quick play of the ball. So they're going to win the grand final. Anthony Milford's going to get the Clive Churchill medal. And Ben Hunt, who's trying his backside off, trying to inspire his team, he whack off... Can't, I think it was Kane Leonard. Kane Leonard. So, yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. The, the bloke who's five foot two spear tackled the... Six yeah, foot eight bloke. That's right. right. <laughs> and that was the that was a sliding door moment head. for that particular game. But what are some of the other sliding door moments that aren't necessarily the biggest moment in the match? Let us know what you think. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. I remember reading one when I was when I was living in Canberra. Uh, Ozzy Paul Osborne was a, gone into politics down there, and this bloke led us to the editor or whatever made a really great point. Ozzy <laughs> was the grand final day. Ozzy was supposed to be in England because back then the Super League. Um, Oh, sorry, the English footy, they played... Over our summer. Yeah. Over our summer. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So Ozzy was... Because he was no, no longer required for... Canberra's going to be finished. Anyway, John Lomax, head eyes... Uh, I think it was in North Sydney, Tony Hearn, maybe mm. in the semi-prelim final. And he's, he's suspended for the grand final. Yeah. So Sheensy does... Sheensy and other Sheensy, maybe goes, Ozzy, you're not going. We need you to play the grand final. You need to give me 20 minutes. Um, and then I think Brett Hetherington or Dave Wesley come off the bench... Mm. You need 20 minutes here, mate. We need you for the grand final. Uh, Johnny Lomax has been suspended. He's come out and set up two of the, yeah. two, the two first tries. Yeah, yeah. So he doesn't go to England. He goes into politics. <laughs> and the point of the whole story was the bloke from the letter from the other goes, bloody Johnny Lomax, if he never got high tackled, <laughs> Ozzy would have been on the plane to England and he never would have stayed and become a politician <laughs> and the rest of his <laughs> Because Ozzy changed something in the political position that didn't, didn't suit this uh, local resident. He was uh, filthy for that. Uh, he So... He hadn't played for two and a half months, Paul Osborne. He played in round 15 uh, and then hadn't played for two and a half months and then bang into a grand final. Here's what Tim Sheens and Paul Osborne had to say about this particular sliding doors moment. 
Some weeks before the semis, Paul Osborne wanted to go to England and uh, play out his career, finish his career there, and I, I refused to let him go because, you know, I didn't, you know, you obviously worried about experience and, you know, depth in your club and pushing our way through, but he'd been playing reserve grade, so he wasn't all that happy about it. Not a highly tuned athlete like the rest of the guys in that team, and when I'd, I'd broke my tail, couldn't train, and lost a lot of my fitness, and got uh, fatter and unfitter and less motivated, and shape, I think, to, to get the opportunity in the grand final. Anyway, the series went on. We get into the week before the grand final, we're playing Norse, and John Lomax gets sent off and suspended. After the suspension, uh, I had to make a decision as to who was coming in anyway. I, I grabbed uh, the senior guys, that'd be Mal, Laurie, Ricky, Steve Walters, I think from memory, and we went into a private box there at Bruce Stadium and um, I said, look, yeah, John's out, so we're gonna have to pick someone to start. But I said, no, I, I want to go to Paul Osborne. And oh, yeah, there was a fair kerfuffle about it, I can tell you. Um, I don't think he had their total support. <laughs> However, I thought he's a prop, his size, uh, he'd be enthusiastic and um, he had some skill. Yeah, there well, you go. Huge sliding door. So he didn't have the support of the players at the time. Well, Most... well Ozzy was never the best trainer. No, nah, well, he said that. And you can tell, and you know, I, I, I get on Outspoken. Ozzy. He outspoken and yeah. would have been as grumpy and feel oh, like one of those blokes what? who, yeah. mate, you're overweight, you're not playing well, but it's someone else's fault you're in. Yeah, yeah. You know? And they would have just said, mate, it's. But you're right, it's one of those players who. I mean, he gave a ball to Fernsey. I mean, went through, hit Fernsey, and then put round, round the back the Kenny, Kenny Nagus, Nagus. Yeah. in and away on Scott Wilson. I will take your, your, your mind back to that game. But I think they Raiders kicked off and won M. Bell. Oh. Yes. Dropped the ball from the yes, kickoff. Yes, he did. And it all went downhill mm. for the dogs. Very sliding quickly. doors yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, Munster. Very quickly. And, and was, it, was it the first time he dropped one from a kickoff? Kangaroo to a 1990, first game at Wembley. Wembley, the Poms have come out, Hanley and Andy Gregory, and... They had grease, grease on oh. their knees and thighs, and the football was smothered in it. Now I, I've, I've spotted it, so I've just yelled out, and I said something. Off the kickoff, it was off just off the kickoff. It was smothered. Was it smothered in vaso? The, wow! The, the football they had, they just rubbed it on their legs and all that. And they used to cake it on, oh, didn't they? Mate, it was caked. Yeah. Anyway, they've I've yelled out, just hey boys, be careful. You know, to try to get a message back to everyone because they, they kick off, give it a monster. Well. Sure enough, same thing happened. Well, because <laughs> Jimmy Graham, James Graham, when he came out, he was doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. They, he made them, they scrapped it, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. well, that's where Molesy, Nate Moles tackled him because Jimmy would put the vest. Yeah. Jim would put the vest on the back of his hamstrings all over. Yeah. So Molesy, when he played him, tackled him and got his, his head wiped the back of his hamstrings and got it all over and then wiped Jimmy Jammer in the face with it. <laughs> Jammer's face. Uh, yeah. Uh, hi, boys. Sliding doors moment. Kyle felt strip the ball in 2015 to give the Cowboys possession in the last minute. Uh, Bulldog Brett. Yeah, he had a massive last 10 minutes. It was a strip of the ball, I think. But they, there was a minute 40 that to go. That was on Hunt. The strip was on Hunt. It was on Hunt. So he makes a break. Yeah. And, and that was ultimately going to win it. Look, they were in no losable position. He strips the ball. He scores the try. He does the kickoff. So Cole felt had an amazing last 10 minutes or so. Keep the sliding doors moments hey, coming we, through. What were you saying about Andrew Johns' sliding door moment? 2002. Well, two, 2002. So Knights are the defending premiers. I remember talking to Hagues about it. Michael Hagen was the coach. And and they played. They had a, they had a gimme putt yep. last round to mo be minor premiers. I think it should be rested. No, no, we won't rest you, but we'll, do. we'll go have a drink the Wednesday or Tuesday. And let's, let's all. So they've had a big drink and they haven't played, they haven't trained too good, and they've come out and played like busted since they've come second. So instead of having the easy 
what first verse eight. Saints come home late and finish seventh. So that Knights had to play Saints who give it to him and Bales put his knee through Joey's back and broke Joey's back. He bounced out. He was never he didn't play for the rest of the year and they got they bundled out to the Roosters the next year where eighth that year, I think in two thousand and two would have been Canberra. I was playing in Canberra and we were legless. Uh, and he says oh he said if he, he believes if they didn't go for that drink, they would have, would have won that last game easily and Wow. They could have gone back to back. They lost back to back games against the Dragons straight out the back door. Dragons. Yeah. Straight out the back door. Conspiracy theories. Yeah. It's it's you know, if we went back we'd all you know, we could you could pull up some stuff oh, all yeah. the time. But they are you know what they are there's there's moments where you make a call one way and sometimes it just doesn't 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 turn mm. out right. Mate, you're you're one with Sean the trader. No, Benzie's the greatest one of all. Oh, well, time. that's a sliding oh, doors yeah. one. Everyone knows for, the Benzie story. Yeah, so I mean, if if he stays at the Dragons, uh, maybe the Dragons win some Mate, premierships back I, in the I, day. I've got another one. There's two players. I, I'm eight or nine, ten, yeah. maybe ten. Two young kids sitting on on the couch come through. Uh, there was Dad. There was one of the coaches and Alan Bell and a few of the Knights um, recruitment. They're talking. So these two young kids, anyway, they're, they're sitting there after it. Who, who are we going to go for, player A or player B? Player A was Frank Barrett. You know Frankie Barrett? He yeah, was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Halfback, he was around. a good junior coming through. Now, Joey was a couple of years under him. And they thought, well, this Joey, this kid looks good. Andrew was 15, 16. But, you know, he's probably still got a few more years. We, we need uh, another halfback in there. You know, we think we're, we're waiting for Joey to come through. They said, well, what about this other player, player B? Yeah, well... I'm not too sure. Yeah, he looks got a bit of talent, but he's a winger outside back. I don't think he'll have that. They went with player A, Frankie Barrett. Did they? Frankie Barrett played about 10 reserve grade games, never played first grade. <laughs> Do you know who player B was who they turned down? Wendell Saylor. Oh, was it? Right. Was it now? Wendell Saylor, yeah. <laughs> he could have been a knight. He could have been a knight. Fair dig Yeah. I really? didn't know that. Yeah. 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 Well, he, uh, I, I remember when he, he, he debuted for the Broncos... Dell, what it ninety three, two ninety two or ninety three. He went on the tour. Him. He went on the tour, yeah, didn't he? Ninety four. He did. Yeah. I remember seeing him at City Rowers was a place frequented yes. by by this the, the the national side when we mm. were in camp in Brisbane. So we went went back there for, for a couple of beers after a test match one night, and and Dell came in with a couple of blokes. Mm. He, he's talking to the Broncos Broncos boys. He's obviously you know, training in the lower grades with them. But he he had a bit of a swagger and a mm. very very cocky, self assured young bloke. Yeah. Even back then, he hadn't played. I don't think he might have played two or three first grade games. And I thought, yeah, well, who's this kid? He's he's full of importance, isn't he? Uh, well, he didn't change too yeah, much. Exactly. It got worse. Well, at least he played a bit of footy to back it, did, it up. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, Nineteen ninety nine. That was a very very sore point for the Dragons. Uh, a couple of key sliding doors moments in this particular match. Let's have a listen. And eating away at the, the lead that they had, and through our uh, tenacity and, and our wanting to, you know, we we pegged them back. Well, just over five minutes to go, Noddy's put the cross kick over, and, and Craig Smith's taken the ball and got knocked out. <laughs> Probably doesn't remember anything, but uh, Craig Smith, of course, is the the kicker, the goal kicker. So Matty Guy steps in, and if you ever look back at the footage of that kick where he actually got it, the kicking tee goes further than the ball. I think <laughs> it was the worst, the worst kick ever, but it, it had had the right result. I was at that game, boys, and. and I, I just it's still my favourite grand final try to this point where Brett Kamali, who gets the Clive Churchill medal, chip and chase, Blacklock, whew, 
up the other end of the field. And you thought that goes to 14 points to nil. They'd flogged them, uh, I think, only a couple week of weeks one, earlier. Week one of the finals down there. So, so, so you've put sort of, in the last two meetings, you've now got them 50 points to six mm. or something, right? They're, they're home. And then Mundine gets a chance to score. Three on one, wasn't it? Three on one. Yeah, went himself. Uh, I, I was at the game too. It was there 90, 100,000 people. Yeah. Or yeah. I, I, Lazo had one of his worst games he's ever played. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. He had handling errors. He had, you know, he fumbled and bumbled. last game too. It was, it was, mate. And, and then I recall at the end of the game, he did a bloody cut with yeah. something rather, <laughs> you know. He's well, so, well, Chock and, chock and um, Tinger with all the lower all the back, the back flips. Sveys and the oh, yeah, cartwits yeah. with the post-try celebrations. <laughs> I, I think Lazo was tr- taking the taking the Mickey. Yeah, right. um, you're exactly right. But they were they were not only were they down 14 nil. It could have been 13 nil. Yeah, they weren't. They didn't look like. Nah. Just going, Brooks, you would have been. You're still crying about it being a drags yeah, man. That's why it's in the rundown. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a massive. Like that was the first year of the merger. Second year for Melbourne. Yeah, being in, in the, the comp- competition. So you had this moment where. The Dragons, who were basically training separately, the Illawarra and the St. George boys at the start of the year, were pretty much 40 minutes away from lifting the title. Yeah. And it just fell apart. Oh, not even that. 20 minutes away, wasn't it? Yeah. Chock passed it. It was superb, that final series. But but look where they could have gone. Like, exactly. The the franchise could have been anything from there. That may have contributed to the... uh, St. George Illawarra falling apart. And and they came on that game because they didn't have that unity and... Yeah, I mean, what Melbourne did to you know—that's that, incredible. Isn't it? Yeah. Second year in the premiership, and I—I I remember playing them in '98. That was my last season, yeah. and we played them at Leichhardt. And I thought, oh, we'll get these blokes, but they were that. Yeah, they were that well drilled and and that discipline even I'd back then. Tell you what helped them, Sarah. A lot of, lot of blokes from the Hunter Mariners and a lot of blokes yeah. from Perth. So they like, you know, you, you had Robbie Ross, Scott Hill at five eight, Noddy at mm. uh, halfback, Richard Swain. They're all Newcastle players, yeah. so they were all in the Hunter Mariners together. Was Kearnsey there too? Kearnsey was Kearnsey from was the Perth Reds. Reds. He'd yep. come up, you know. Some Red boys. Yeah. Uh, Peppy Marquette was the Hunter Mariners. So like the, a lot of the blokes that played Johnny Carlo, they played together yeah. for mm. many years, which certainly helps if you start oh, a new yeah. club. And Noddy tells the story about how Illawarra approached him yeah. after that breakup of the Hunter Mariners to go down there in 1998. Yeah. Wow. And then he ends up subsequently going to the Storm and playing against the merger club in 1999 well, and winning the club Churchill. Yeah. 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 His relationship with, with him. So, yeah. Sliding doors. Sliding doors. Oh, this like one, it. you would have been at this game, Sarah. This, yeah. this, to my mind, is one of the great semifinals. This was... Uh, 2010, and believe it or not, I actually ran a marathon after this day. So that's how long ago, how many kilos ago that was. Uh, Simon Dwyer, he shot on Jared Hargraves, Warrior Hargraves, uh, in that semi-final. That that was a massive turning point, wasn't it? Mate, there was something on I, I saw, saw on Twitter last night. They were talking about, you know, the the, the, the travesty of players whose careers were cut short, and Simon, oh. his name, he was just. He was him and Gareth Ellis in the back row. Yeah, he was, Ellis was unbelievable. So was oh, Dwyer. So Dwyer was big, strong, athletic. He could run. He could, he could hit. Yeah. But just um, yeah, wow, that was it was some sort yeah. of hit too. And mate, it it, it we couldn't believe. And then Lady Hino didn't Hino didn't drop on the ball after the scrum. You know, again, the twist and turns. Yeah. yeah. Then, then it snowballs. Someone it? picks it up and the roosters. Well, they Braith kicked. It, was that the one that Braith kicked the yeah. bell? Yeah. On, yep. on the bell. Oh, kicked the field hey. goal to. Tie, was it? Uh, yeah, no, yeah because, Ke- because Kenny Dow scores Kenny the try. That yeah, sent it in extra time. He did. That's right. That's and, right. You see Simon, he still works with the Dragons. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the Tigers. The Tigers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, seen him. Obviously, he's still got some issues. There, and you just feel terribly 
Yeah. Like, he's put his yeah. body on the line. It was a, and we're talking Hargraves. This, like, he's a machine now. This is when he's 20. Yeah. When Hargraves was fearless. Like, yeah. he's fearless now. But then when you're a young tearaway, yeah. and he went straight to us, Simon Dwayne, he went, come on, big boy. Just like he just him. dropped him. I think sort of it was unbelievable. <laughs> I think uh, they stayed. Did they stay in the comp after that loss? The Tigers, I think they did, didn't they? And then they met the Dragons. And it was Gaznia who went down that short side, links up with Nightingale. Uh, Soward kicks a field goal. But the sliding doors for the Tigers for that particular game was Todd Payton had been so influential. And Todd Payton was mucking around with the drill. Trips over a tennis ball at training. Mm. Todd Payton ruled out of a prelim final, which would have been to take on the Roosters. They would have met the Roosters again mm. for a chance for revenge. But what a build-up that would have been. If they meet the Roosters again after that semi-final, it would have been absolutely It was a huge. hell of a game. You know what I used to love about the Tigers during that era? The chairs on the sideline. Shinsy looks so comfortable. Isn't that <laughs> yeah. them big... Yeah, the big, big carpets. Oh, like everyone always sat in the plastic chairs. It's, <laughs> yeah. so, it's like Premier League. Like the Premier League, yeah, yeah. yeah. the big, big seats. Yeah, they're yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go on. I'm comfortable here. Yeah. Thanks, Coach. <laughs> Enjoy right. it on the warm up. No, no, I'm right. Thanks, Shinsy. What do you think about coaches on the sideline? I like it. What do you think, Sarah? Well, you wouldn't like it if your coach was Ricky Stewart hammering you like he did with me. Exactly. There's um, a, a place for it. Like yeah. like Freddie. Yeah, Freddie during Origin. He, mm. he, he was sort of the year before. I remember we played in played in Perth a couple of years ago. And he's on the sideline and it pissed down rain. So he, yeah. got, he got saturated. He didn't bring his jacket down. But I think after that he thought, okay, I better stay up there. And, you know, he had, he's got he's got Bedsy on the sideline. Bedsy and some other good people to, to relay messages. So he sits up there. He sits up there with Fitzy. So. Yeah. But uh, I'm... I'm I'm a fan, yeah. yeah. I, 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 different coaches got different different takes on it, but yeah. I'll tell you a funny story just on Ricky on the sideline. So I'm calling a game for Fox, and the game's in Canberra, and Kevy Walters is my co-caller, and Jimmy Smith is my sideline eye. Now Jimmy Smith only that week who was working for Sky Radio at the time, he'd had the major falling out with Ricky Stewart, right? So Elliot, what did Jimmy come out and say something? Did he? Oh, there was some kind of drama, right? And they, and they're like hating each other mode, right? I don't know how things are these days, but anyway. So, Same. so, so what happens is at the southern end at uh, Bruce Stadium or GIA Stadium, what do they call it now? Elliot Whitehead's gone off the back, right? So, Kevy sends me a note, right? Flicks it across while I'm calling the game. He says, "Throw down to Jimmy, get him to go down and get an update on uh, Elliot Whitehead from Ricky, right?" <laughs> It's beautiful, right? So I said, I said, Elliot Whitehead's gone off at the southern end. He seems to be injured. Jimmy, uh, go and get an update. Ricky Stewart's just in front of you. Get an update there from the touchline. Because where where the sideline commentator is, Sticky's virtually ten yeah. meters away. Not even that. So so Jimmy, so Jimmy, right, looks up to the box and just puts his hands up, shaking his head as if he knows we're onto it, right? So so he's too smart, Jimmy, right? So. Ricky Stewart's probably six chairs in from the side he's in. Now, the bloke on the far left, champion bloke, a bloke called JB, John Bonacera, yeah. who was a footy manager there for the Raiders. Is it Manly now? Yeah. Manly now. Very accommodating. Lovely bloke. So, Jimmy's too smart. We've said, go see Ricky Stewart. Get an update on Elliot Whitehead. So, we see him sort of creep up. He's doing everything he can all by the camouflage gear to get towards JB. He's going, JB, JB. And he sort of looks over. How's Elliot Whitehead? And Ricky Stewart's sort of leaning down on his knees. He's watching the game. He looks over his shoulder. And that double takes, looks back. And he can see that Jimmy Smith has crept up to John Bonacera. And then he forgets the game. Ricky goes, hey! And there's an expletive after expletive. Get off, right? So, Rick, so, so Jimmy's got no information, right? 
And uh, he comes back to put the headsets on, right? And we said, oh, Jimmy Smith's back. Let's get an update on Elliot Whitehead. And he said, oh, he'll be sent for scans, boys. (laughs) 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 Completely made it up. Uh, This is crunch time. All thanks to Isuzu and Red Rooster. A break and back with plenty more. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.